You're listening to 8 at 8 with David Light. News and discussion from the College Times. Hello you. On today's programme, India flights have been pushed back until July the 6th. There's four more long weekends this year and an Emirati has been honoured by Sharjah Police. Let's start the show! Word up, UAE, or wherever you're listening, you are so very welcome to 8 at 8 with me, David Light, where I bring you eight essential headlines to start your morning every morning. After a little technical snafu yesterday, we're back, and if you like what you hear, please give us a follow and a share, and why not get in touch at david at callagetimes.com. Okay, let's get to work. Right, let's start with the COVID numbers. Today in the UAE, we have 2,205 new cases of coronavirus and 2,168 recoveries. Stay safe, stay vigilant. In other COVID-related news, Ismail Sebaguawo writes, a member of the Federal National Council has proposed the provision of more free COVID-19 tests, which health insurance firms could cover to save residents from spending money on routine screenings. Hamad Ahmed Al-Rahoumi, an FNC member from Dubai, who is also the deputy speaker of the council, said individuals and companies have had to shell out a lot of money on routine PCR tests, while insurance companies are yet to come up with a plan to cover COVID treatment and screening since the outbreak began. The COVID-19 PCR tests have become a basic requirement for all people in the country, Al-Rahoumi said during the FNC meeting yesterday. Residents must present a negative COVID result to access government offices and other places for attending events, visiting schools and others, making families spend huge sums of money on the regular screenings monthly. Companies also spent large sums of money to conduct COVID-19 tests for their employees, despite the fact that health insurance companies are obligated to cover subscribers in times of emergency and disaster. There is a need to provide residents with more free tests to relieve them of the financial burden. Read more about this story on CallieGetimes.com. Sahim Salim writes, the UAE has suspended all inbound passenger movement from India until July the 6th, Air India Express has said. The airline issued an alert to this effect on Twitter yesterday. It said the UAE's Civil Aviation Authority has extended the suspension. It advised passengers to reschedule their tickets for travel at a future date. Dubai's Emirates airline had earlier said that passenger flights from India would remain suspended until at least June 30th. The suspension of incoming passenger traffic from India to the UAE began on April 24th. It was extended on May 4th by the UAE's National Emergency Crisis and Disaster Management Authority in light of a deadly second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic currently affecting India. UAE nationals, holders of the UAE Golden Visa and members of diplomatic missions are the only passengers allowed on flights from India. Chartered flights are allowed as well, subject to the approval from the General Civil Aviation Authority. However, pooling and seat selling on charter jets from India to the UAE is not allowed. (music) 
Wahid Abbas writes, UAE Airlines, Emirates and Etihad have resumed passenger flights to London Heathrow. However, only British and Irish nationals, as well as passengers with residence rights in the UK, will be permitted to travel into the country from the UAE. All passengers will be required to quarantine for a full 10 days in a managed quarantine hotel, take a COVID-19 PCR test on or before day 2, and on or after day 8 of quarantining, and follow the national restrictions, Abu Dhabi-based Etihad said in an update on its website. Etihad said all guests travelling from the UAE will be required to pre-book a managed quarantine hotel within a 14-day period before arrival in London Heathrow. The UK has categorised countries into three lists, green, amber and red. No entry will be permitted to passengers from countries on the red list except for British and Irish citizens and people with residency rights. Emirates will be flying to Birmingham on the same basis starting from June 15th. Wahid Abbas also writes that UAE residents will enjoy four more long weekends for the remainder of 2021. The next long weekend will arrive in July during Eid al-Adha, when you're likely to have a six-day break from Monday, July 19th, the day of Arafah, to Saturday, July 24th. It will be the longest break for residents this year. A three-day long break will come in August on the eve of the Islamic New Year. The Hijri year is expected to start on Thursday, August 12th, followed by a two-day weekend. Another three-day weekend is likely to run from Thursday, October 21st to Saturday, October 23rd to mark the birthday of the Prophet Muhammad, PBUH. The last break, which consists of four days, will run from Wednesday, December 1st to Saturday, December 4th on the occasion of Commemoration Day and UAE National Day. Ismail Sebagwawo writes, A woman who deliberately smashed CCTV cameras that had been installed at her home by her husband has been ordered to pay the man 5,000 dirhams in compensation for the damage. Official court documents stated that the Arab man had filed a lawsuit against his wife demanding that she pays 2,050 dirhams for the cost of the CCTV cameras she destroyed and 15,000 dirhams for the material and moral damages he suffered. In his lawsuit, the husband said that he had installed the cameras at various locations in their home for security and safety purposes. However, his wife took a knife to them and deliberately destroyed them. He said he had no idea why his wife would do such a thing and that she reacted badly when he confronted her about it, forcing him to report her to the authorities. The woman was prosecuted by the Alain Court of First Instance, which fined her 5,000 dirhams after she was found guilty of the crime. An Emirati woman has been honoured by Sharjah police for aiding the victim of a road accident. Mariam Al-Hamadi used her medical experience to administer first aid to the victim before police patrols and an ambulance arrived on the scene. Lieutenant Colonel Omar Bouganim, acting director of the Traffic and Patrols Department at Sharjah police, presented her with the honour.
Andini Sirkar writes, Once Sharjah's Skypods start running at their average speed of between 120 and 125 kilometers per hour, the Emirates commuters will be able to travel across a distance of 2.4 kilometers in fewer than 60 seconds. These suspended pods are not only fast, they are also set to be cheaper than any other traditional transport system. This is according to Oleg Zaritsky, chief executive of U-Sky Transport, one of the two firms behind the innovation. The pods do still have to undergo many more regulatory requirements before any commercial launch, but work is progressing quickly. Initial safety trials are complete and the four-seater Skypods operating on string rail technology currently travel at a speed of 40 kilometers per hour while hanging from a nascent track of 400 meters. In the pipeline is a longer test track set to start operations ahead of Expo 2020 in October. And in sports news, there's just time to tell you that in cricket, Rituraj Borkakoti writes, After an endless wait and myriad uncertainties, the sixth edition of the Pakistan Super League will finally resume at the majestic Zayed Cricket Stadium in Abu Dhabi today. Former champions Islamabad United will take on the Lahore Kalandars in the first match as the six franchises gear up for the challenge of playing in the hot UAE summer conditions. Due to the severe summer heat, the match will start at 8pm tonight. Head to CallieGetimes.com to follow all the action. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care now. Hold up. 